Hello and welcome into week 15 of the podcast. I'm your host, Matt Matera. My guest this week is going to be my cousin, Nico Matera. We're playing each other in our family fantasy football league semifinals um, in the Friends League. We've got uh, very good matchups this weekend between Dave and Chrissy and John and myself. And we've got Samson and Dylan awaiting the winners of those two games. So um, very exciting time of the year for the remaining fantasy football schedule um short episode this week nico joins us from portland connecticut and we're going to be talking through um his dallas cowboys uh we'll talk a little bit about uh about uh his his golf game and we'll get into some some picks for the weekend um so yeah without further ado let's get things started here welcome Football pod. Your host, Matthew Matera. Football in the States is my specialty. That's how we did this show. Right. Tampa Bay is an excellent, excellent football team. You ready to let the dogs out? You think it's so funny, huh? Funny how? I'm really trying to sort of keep it together and be like cool about this. They kick the ball off to you, you get the ball. You run with the ball, they tackle you. A lot has been made about the great running banks, the New York Giants. So many good things have been happening. Now, let us begin. You got to start with the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think they're exceeding expectations, to be totally honest. Okay. But Dak, is he hurt or something? Because he's not, he's not been great recently. I think it's um, all to his mobility. I mean, he's, he's trying to – like last year, he was all – for the first four games at least, he was all, uh, you know, run out of the pocket, find a spot. He's he's trying to limit himself from that now, um, which which is understandable. But he's also had some O line injuries that he's got to deal with, and I mean, our Michael Gallup was out for pff, ten weeks, so that, that's a big piece for him. But I mean, I think it's just a slump, to be totally okay. honest. So. Okay, and and Zeke, they don't even they don't even give him the ball anymore. Like I understand he's out there to make to to make blocks and stuff, and he really opens yeah. things up for the rest of the team, but. What's going on? They don't even they don't trust him to run the ball very much. I think it's a uh, more of just his first priority is protect Dak, and then it's okay. Now you can run the ball, or I mean, Tony Pollard's been great when he's been playing. So I think switching off with him is actually helping our team. We don't need just a one one running back like the Vikings or, or Tennessee. It seems like Pollard's taken a lot of uh, carries that Zeke would have gotten in years past, but. Maybe they're saving both of those. Maybe they're saving Zeke and saving Zach and or Dak, and then the when the playoffs come around, maybe they're going to unleash them. Who knows? I hope so. They don't have to do much to win the NFC East. I mean, no. uh, my my Giants are not exactly putting up a fight. The, <laughs> the, the football team, you know, like they 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 won a couple of close games and they improved their record, but I don't think they really have it. Right. Eagles rookie quarterback, pretty easy division. It feels like you're in like you're like the Patriots for the last twenty years, waiting for the playoffs. Yeah, not totally. And uh, on defense, the Trayvon Diggs, he's good. He's really he, good, actually. I think I think Micah Parsons is a. I mean, as as the ESPN analysts are saying, that he could win Defensive Player of the Year, not even just rookie. But he's wow. he's got 14 sacks already. He's he's been unbelievable. I think he's been our best. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is he's he's been putting up great re- interceptions. I think he's got yeah nine. He's he been very not. opportunistic, I guess, maybe, but maybe yeah. not the shutdown player that that uh well Micah Parsons is obviously like doing the most, but 
I don't know. I like guys that make plays, you know. Right. That's your team. We'll see. We'll see how far they go. Yeah, hopefully pass the first round, but we'll see. What's the best golf shot you hit this season? This season. Um probably gonna go to I have a tie. I really do. So can I go through two? Of course. Yeah. All right, perfect. So uh, it's our our first golf match, high school golf match of my senior year. And um, this was about April, late April, I think. And I was I was even through six. And then I get on to the seventh tee. Driver was feeling great. And I I ended up snap hooking a driver probably about 40 yards <laughs> on a on a 280 short par four. So I'm like, wow, that was just it's not what I want. So I'm in, I'm in the dirt under trees and I, I take out a five iron from, I, I believe the number was 213 after it rolled out. And I'm like, wow, I just got to punch this out. Uh-huh. Um, and I ended up hitting a shot that I didn't want to hit. I, I hit kind of a stinger draw. It started going towards the green. So I was like, I mean, it's not the worst, but I kind of wanted to just put it in the fairway. Okay. And it, uh, it, I couldn't see the hole as it's, it's above where I am. And I ended up um, making the shot because my teammates were on the were on the back of the green walking out, and I just see a putter thrown up in the air, and I was like, oh, "That's weird." And I, I heard like yelling, so I was like, "Yeah, wow, that's weird." I, I mean, that's more impressive than a hole in one, right? Like, dude, two hundred uphill out of the woods. It's not yeah, like you're getting I, it off a tee, or you can see the the green. Like, that's 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 awesome. That's amazing. That was a great shot, and then probably the tie is. Full 17 at uh, TPC River Highlands. All right, well, let me refresh myself here. Okay, par four around the lake. Right, yeah. Okay. So we were teeing off, and um, my dad was like, why don't you just go for one? I was playing pretty well. I was like, all right, sure. And I didn't didn't have my ball with me. So he ended up throwing me the ball that I wanted to put in a case. It says Matera on it. It's a a really nice ball. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hit this one. Like, yeah, it's good. So I... I, I teed it up and I was like, wow, the carry's three three oh four to get the carry to get over the water. And then the green's like right off the carry. Hold on. So, so you're trying to drive the green on that hole? Yeah. Okay. And it and you must be playing like the white tees or something, right? You can't be playing all the way back. It was one one in front of the tips. Okay. The tips is like three fifty. And then it was yeah. like yeah, I remember so, that when we were at the tournament last year when we were bumping yeah, each other. Pretty far back. They're like so, back in that guy's yard, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I took the driver and I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. And I think more of my mind was I don't want to lose this ball. Yeah. So I took the I took the shot and um just it was online, but I was like, yeah, it's just it's just not gonna clear. It's not gonna have enough, yeah. And it ended up clearing by probably five yards it landed on like the fringe and the green like at the same time and it rolled and i had about like eight feet to the pin i I went crazy and i ended up making the eagle pie which is more important to me but those um, are two of the best eagles i've ever heard that's amazing and um they said that it's uh, they haven't had any knowledge of people doing it before so hopefully a plaque is on the way I <laughs> yeah but those that are two, way, two of my great shots that way uh spieth and bubba when they're walking walking the course next year when they're playing yeah. in the uh 
Do one of these? <laughs> the travelers. <laughs> oh, oh, look at this plaque right here. This is a new one. I wonder what yeah. happened here. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, if you had like a genie in a bottle and they could grant you 15% improvement to one part of your golf game, where do you need it? Is it the drives, the irons, the chips, the putting? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say driver. Uh, okay. I'm usually pretty good with it, but 15% is a uh, that, that's that's a lot of more fairways. And I'm pretty confident. Would you take the accuracy 15% or would you take the 15% more distance? Accuracy 100%. Okay. Yeah, I, I, there's no need to be going much farther than I have right now. I'm I'm pretty confident in my distance and the accuracy would just. I think it would drop my scores by a good four, probably hopefully in the crash. Yeah. You got to, it sounds like you got a bit of a Sebe, Sebe Ballesteros type uh, game. You just, you just, you're just hitting it far. It's not straight. And then you're scrambling out of the woods, trying yeah. to, trying to make score, score that way. I agree. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Fantasy football. We're playing in the playoffs. I we're playing on the opening weekend, a three seed versus six seed here in our family fantasy football league and I got a couple questions for you but first off I want to say on a personal note I don't feel like I should be playing this weekend I have the most points in the league um I should have gotten a buy like I don't know what Quinn did in our division to 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 win it by two games but I just I look at my team and and this should be scary for you this weekend as well um I have the number one and the number two ranked receiver I have the number two ranked running back. I have Rob Gronkowski and George Kittle, and I can start them both because we have an extra flex spot. Here's some players that I can't start this weekend because I don't have room for them. Saquon Barkley, Keenan Allen, Odell Beckham Jr. If he comes back from his COVID scare. That was my grievances. But are you scared? Are you like, are you worried about this weekend? This is going to be tough. Yeah. I would love to have confidence in my team. Um, but when I when I checked out your team, I was like, "Wow, your worst player is the tenth ranked quarterback." So <laughs> yeah, I was like, correct. "I was like, I don't really know." Like, I mean, guess maybe Elijah Mitchell, maybe. But I think yeah. I think you honestly, I think you have the best team in the league. And uh, my team right now, we're going through a little bit of a revamping. I'm trying to pick up off the waivers lately, and it's sometimes I just don't think that I can really pull it out. But hey, if if we have a big game against the Giants, the Cowboys, I think Dak and Zeke could, could yeah. definitely do it. Jamar Chase always has a little blow game, but then again, you have Burrow. Yeah, so it offsets a little bit of that. So, yeah, I um, certainly think like the the Cowboys thing is a big X factor here, right? Like if the Cowboys win 34 to 3 against the Giants and you're you're starting Prescott and Elliott, um, and you know, maybe don't, you know, maybe Pollard doesn't get as many touches. Hopefully, you get a lot of Zeke production at the running back spot, then anything goes here. You could score a lot of points with those first two spots. Yeah, I'm definitely going to need a good game from them. And honestly, the uh, the Broncos need to show up for me, too. I got Corlin Sutton and, and Noah Fant, and both of yep. them have been pretty subpar. So, yep, yep. Got, any, lineup, any lineup decisions you have to make still? Um, I, I got some waivers coming in. Uh, I, I have a lot of my budget on this week because it's either go big or go home. You're, you're favored by what? 35, 40 points. Yeah. 31 so, and a half, 31 and a half points. Yeah. That's so, a big line. That's a big line. It, it is very big line. 
So I, I just got to hope that, you know, maybe Buccaneers D can. They've been all right. If they can force a couple fumbles, maybe a couple pick sixes, I can I can get some points in areas that maybe you won't get points in. Okay. I, if, if I learned anything this year in this league is it doesn't matter how many points I score, my opponent will find a way to score more points. Like last week I had 125 points and Michael had 145. So right. there's just – I'm not. I'm ready. I'm. I'm expecting your players to go off. We're just gonna. It's gonna be a high scoring matchup. We'll see. See who comes out on top. Yeah, there's a chance. Um, a few guests recently, such Uncle Sean on and uh, uh, Andy Spangenberg and Ryan. Although Ryan was kinder, but there was a lot of grievances towards the commissioner of this league, who, who's me. But I didn't really spend a lot of time on the rules. I just tried to make some fun rules and. Um, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a, a fun league, but I, I'm getting a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of feedback recently on the bench spots, the head coach position, anything like that. So, if you want to pile on, this is your opportunity. Willing and willing and able to hear feedback, and then we'll we'll make some changes in the off season. Well, I've never had a fantasy league that does have a head coach spot. That was actually when joining the league. I think it was last year. It was the first time I've. I've ever seen that. I didn't even know it was a spot, to be totally honest. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't win you a lot of points, but that that's interesting. I think the running back wide receiver spot needs to go because we have a flex. Mm-hmm. I think that's just one where, like, I'm, I'm in between starting Tyler Conklin at flex and, like, Cortland Sutton at flex, at running back wide receiver spot. And it's sometimes yeah. I just – I'm projected about two points from the spots. <laughs> yeah, in a ten in a ten person league too, so you should have better players. But yeah, yeah, you're right. There's just too many starters. Are you okay with the bench? Because like I wanted to make it. I guess my idea. And I didn't spend a lot of time really thinking about this, but I think my idea was like, okay, if we have a minimum amount of bench spots, then waivers will just be crazy because people actually have to drop good players, and then right. you know you'll have to sort of uh, get in line every week and. And, and place your bids on the, the the top players out there. But it seems like it's frustrating more than anything, because if you get a couple guys on injury, then yeah. you don't have anything to do with, you know, you have to, you basically have to leave a roster spot open or drop one of your best players. Right. I'm fine with the, with the bench spots. I'm in a couple of the leagues that also have three. It just makes waivers better. Yeah, I think so. I think we did fine. this in my friend's league. Like we had like seven bench spots and, uh, I battled like tooth and nail to get down to like six, you know, we tried for five, settled on six, but it, otherwise you end up with just nothing available. And it's, um, I think it just, it kind of like, if you have a, a bad draft, you could just be out that year, which is unfortunate because I think you should be able to play kind of week to week. There's gotta be something available, right? Some reason to yeah. watch someone to pick up. Yeah. I have, I have a league that has about seven bench spots and I, I need a quarterback this week because Baker's out. Mm-hmm. And um, there's the quarterbacks on the waivers are projected zero points, so I'm <laughs> kind of out of luck there. What's the deal with the Browns? Have you been keeping up with that division? It's like Baltimore, Cincy, yeah. Browns, and Steelers, and no one has really emerged as the top dog yet. I um, my well to put it out there, my least favorite team in the whole NFL are the Steelers. So, and I don't <laughs> think they'll make it regardless. So that's not a big deal. But the Browns. They had a chance because Baker shows up when he wants to. The only problem is now he's out regardless. But I feel like that offense just, I mean, losing OBJ, even though they didn't really throw to him, it's its still OBJ. Like yeah. people forget that he was top 
five wide receiver in the league for, for a couple of years. He didn't have a touchdown, though, this year before he left the Browns. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just a lot of locker room trouble, and it's probably better that he did leave. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's it's still Odell. And now that Baker's out, I don't think that they have a chance. I think it's going to be between the Bengals, who I hope do come through. I, I love the young players there. And then uh, I think the Ravens could if Lamar Jackson steps up a little bit. Yeah. Or if he comes back from injury. Is he, is he back? He, right. he got carted off the field. I don't know if he um, – right. is he, What is he listed at? He's at questionable right now. Okay. Yeah, it didn't look great. Yeah, chance. Yeah. I think, like, with the Browns, like, I don't know. I have Chubb and Hunt on my team here, and they've never been healthy on the same week. They're oh, One of them always has a designation. One of them's always out. Sometimes both of them are out, and that's kind of, like, the core of their team. Like, they they just use those two guys and in tandem, and um, that's why I'm not really high on Baker either because anyone could sort of do dump-offs to – Kareem Hunt right. and hand off to Nick Chubb. Like it's not that hard, um, yeah. but like, and then, you know, like he has one downfield option, which was Odell. And clearly he missed him on many, many throws as Odell Beckham senior pointed out in his Instagram video. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's probably between Cincy and Baltimore for me, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if two or three of them made the playoffs. Right. Um. All right. What's what's something I uh, I haven't asked you that you wanted me that you want to talk about today? Um, I think that what was it? Our standings. I was checking a look at our uh, divisions, and it seems that the hamburgers are quite stacked in the um in the area of wins. I feel like the the hot dogs. I mean, Aunt Mary has been crushing it, and so she's she's the clear leader. And then there's there's Mike who's the last person of the two in the hot dogs to make it. And then the rest, I mean, yeah, Andy, both Andy's actually. And then Ryan just had a tough season, but our, our standings in the hamburgers is, uh, let's see. The worst record is me and Madison at, at 500, which isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the, in the hot dog division, like you were saying, Michael, who came in second in that division, uh, barely made the playoffs by 12 points. That was the tiebreaker. He has the same record as Madison and made it by 12 yeah. points. If not for those 12 points, the only person to come out of that conference of the six playoff spots is my mom. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that whole division is terrible. A- yeah, Andy, Andy, Ryan, and even Michael, your team sink. You shouldn't be in the playoffs. I don't know yeah. what you're doing here. <laughs> <It's unpossible. laughs> um, and then poor Madison just barely missed it. Seven and seven, deserved to be there. But man, do we have a tough weekend ahead? Who would you want to play? Do you rather see Quinn's team or my mom's team in future rounds? Uh, so your mom has great quarterback. James Conner has been putting up, I think he had a touchdown his last eight games consecutively. So he, he's on a hot streak. Um, and then let's see Quinn's team. Yeah, I'd ra- I'd rather play uh, your mom's team. I-, I think Quinn has Rodgers who can go off. Jonathan Taylor's been unbelievable. He's got Tyreek Hill, Hawkinson, Waddle. So he-, he has a pretty strong team. Yeah. I guess with my mom's team, though, don't don't overlook on her bench. She's got Dalvin Cook that she still hasn't slotted That's back true. into the starters. He scored 30 points true. last week. That is true. I, I, st- I still think I'd rather play. Yeah. I agree with you. She loves Mark Andrews too. He's she's got a lot of number ones here. She's got the number one defense, 
the number one tight end and the number one quarterback. And then she's got decent running backs and receivers. Yeah. She's got the number two ranked head coach that matters too, but yeah, she's got a good team. I agree that I think Quinn's is slightly better, but it's one of those things where probably wouldn't want to play either of them right now. Right. Um, all right, cool. So before we wrap up here, last little segment. So we got to look at three games in the NFL this weekend and, uh, you just give me your uh, your impressions of them, and uh, who do you think's gonna gonna win with the Lions? So recently we had Andy Spangenberg go three and zero. We haven't had a three and zero in the whole season up until that point, so it's good to see good to see someone go three and zero. So hopefully we can uh, continue that that streak this weekend. I think I think we will be able to. All right, first game: New England Patriots at the Indianapolis Colts Saturday. Colts are two and a half point favorites. Who you got? Patriots. All day. I mean, okay. I, I'm not a Patriots liker at all. I, I think they're almost tied with the Steelers for my least favorite team. But, I mean, we've seen the streak they've gone on. I, I would like to know that their last loss is to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but I think since then, the, the defense has been great. Uh, Belichick has been making some great calls and – I, th- I think Mac Jones isn't – I don't think he's the best quarterback, but he's definitely what the Patriots need. And I think – I mean, they won, they won with three pass attempts against the Bills. So, I think they can do yeah. it in different areas. So, I, they I think – They didn't even need to throw those other – the second and third one either. Right. Pretty, pretty incredible little – like, Bel- Belichick just shows over and over again that he can find a new way to win, and it's just pretty, pretty crazy. It is. All right. Second game little biased here uh but uh cowboys at the new york giants but maybe this will maybe this will make it a little more difficult giants are getting 10 and a half okay at home um i I still think it's just cowboys giants it's the division game i mean we we take them pretty seriously now i mean we just shipped our our heated benches to washington last week just just so we could (laughs) get rested up and uh i think it's going to be something along the lines of 35 to 10 you know we, we beat the falcons i think it was 43 to 3 and i think falcons are a better team than the, than the giants so definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah i know you didn't ask for my opinion but i think they're gonna giants are gonna keep it close for the same reason you said though it's a divisional game these guys see each other twice a year they hate each other even if the giants are having a bad year they still think all right we got the cowboys in three weeks let's let's show up for that one right. and um it's home if that means anything and also, selfishly, I need your Cowboys not to put up a big game for our fantasy outlook. So Yeah, <laughs> I know. All right, final game here. This is a good one. Green Bay Packers at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are getting four and a half points at home. The Ravens are getting the points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so Packers, have been, Packers have been cruising. I think they only have okay. three losses, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it was turn three. You know, as much as I would love to go with Rodgers, I think he's been playing great. Devontae Adams has been playing great. I think the Ravens can squeeze one out. Even if they lose by two, I mean, I I still think that they're going to cover it. And um, especially if Lamar's back, um, Mark Andrews is playing great. You know, they they got Marquise Brown. I I think they have enough talent, and the defense hasn't been the worst, and I think they can definitely shut them down. And yeah. in Baltimore, right? Yeah, giant X, giant X factor with Lamar. Uh, 
He didn't practice today, today being Wednesday. And yeah, he's day-to-day with the sprained ankle. Ravens added somebody to the practice squad there. I, I don't think they know if he can play or not. I don't think this is like a show of uh, trickery or anything like that. So, yeah. But if he plays, I wonder if that line drops uh, to two and a half and then can they win by more than a field goal? Who knows? Right. Yeah, right. I think the Ravens got it. All right, so Patriots, Cowboys, and Ravens. Ravens being the uh, you're getting it's crazy you're getting two and a half with the Patriots game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that seems like it could be a little bit of a trick by Vegas. Yeah, uh, like what's, right. going, what's going on here? Uh-huh. Yeah, it seems too good to be true. All right, that's all I had. This has been fun. Thanks this for having me on here. Yeah, good luck this weekend, and uh, see you around the holidays. Yep, I'll see you. Bye. See ya. I listened to the Mikey Ryan one. That was good. Yeah, sports gambling podcast. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the movies. Yeah, did you or yeah, the sports gambling yeah. or the gambling movies? Sorry, did you uh, did you have a did you like our list? Did you agree with our? Yeah, our I thought so. I mean, I agreed on the um, on. The, uh, I did love the opening of getting you know getting all those people on Ocean's Eleven and the fact that. Uh, yeah, you, know, you, you, you want another guy? You think we need another guy? We'll <laughs> yeah. another guy. <laughs> All right, we'll get another guy. <laughs> and uh, but me, I'm 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 I like rounders. Yeah, that's kind of like my number one. That's what we had. That's what we had. I agree, with, I agree with Casino. I thought it was too much about Sharon Stone. That was not so. It got it got to be too much. It yeah, got he, a little bit, but then you had Don Rickles in there, so that perked it back up. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike really loved Two for the Money, but I don't know. It's kind of. Some of the parts of that movie were pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He might have been drunk when he watched it. I don't know. <laughs> he really liked it. I think he like, oh, yeah. watched it because I think he had like two. Far off the mark. <laughs> I think he had like two that he didn't watch. And I was like, oh, make sure we watch them before we, we go on. And so he probably just watched it. And he was like, all right, I know all the, I know this whole movie. It's very fresh. Or what's that thing? You go to Barnes and Noble and you read the whole book in about one pamphlet. What's the name of those things? Oh, the, the like cheat. Cheat sheets. Yeah, uh, yeah. That one little bow. You go right through it. You're done. You can read War and Peace in about four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Have fun. All All right. right. We're going to kick this off.